0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Improved Podcast, the official podcast of Classic Studios. I am your host, Chase Collins, and thank you for joining me on this lovely Monday morning. For those of you who are new here or who might be new here, we are building a community of people who are creative of heart but also have other stuff going on in their lives. And right now, those creative hobbies are just that, hobbies. Um, whether they're working professionals or full-time parents or students or anything in between, the thing we all have in common is that we have goals and creative hobbies and personal interests and projects that we're working on. And we are <clears throat> working to support each other and keep up with each other and make sure we're all, you know, making progress towards our goals that's sort of how I use this podcast as sort of an accountability tool for myself so that when I tell you about the projects that I'm working on you can hold me accountable to them and they're out in the ether and I'll feel more guilty if I just like blow them off so if that interests you if you think you'd like to benefit from something like that then keep on listening um for those of you who are using this podcast as an accountability tool how are things going how are your goals going? Do you have any goals for this week? Did you accomplish your goals from last week? Let me know um, either in the comments or shoot me an email at theimprovedpodcast.gmail.com. I'd love to hear about them or hear from you just about anything, whatever you want to chit-chat about. It gets lonely in this podcast studio all by myself. Um, this week on the podcast, it's going to be another solo episode. I got things I want to catch you up on. Um, should I run the intro music and then we just keep going? I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Let's find out. Five, four, three, two. I'm just kidding, man. I am not running the intro music. I'm keeping it fresh. I'm keeping things moving, but I do have a lot of things that I want to talk to you about this week in all seriousness. Um, First, I want to touch on where I've been and sort of the future of the Improved Podcast. I want to catch you up on what I've been doing, um, sort of both screenwriting-wise, creative-wise, and personal projects-wise, and then also What sort of uh, research I've been doing maybe? Is it called research? I don't know, it might just be called continuing education. Who knows? Um, But yeah, so first thing I wanna talk about is where I've been. Um, So yeah, I missed last week's episode, my bad. I was traveling for work, thought I would have enough time to get an episode out. I did not. I think I've said that at least twice in the last like three months um, where I was traveling, thought I could get an episode out, didn't get an episode out. So sorry about that, Um, won't happen again. Let's be honest it probably will happen again but I'm gonna do my best to make sure it doesn't happen again but we will we're we're friends cut me some slack you know what I mean I'll cut you some slack if you don't achieve your goals one week cut me some slack if I don't get a podcast out this week you know it happens we gotta be flexible with our priorities and our goals right I talked about that last week boom still holds true to this day um speaking of uh sort of adjusting priorities and Stuff like that, such <laughs> things such as that. Um, I do want to give you a heads up about this podcast. It sort of might be going through a little bit of a metamorphosis over the next couple of months. Um, I am maybe going to be turning it into more of like a solo podcast, um, at least for through november through october um because there's just a lot going on i don't really know if i have the bandwidth to schedule prep record and edit episodes like that anymore with guests and everything it's a lot harder to do those types of episodes so i'm just gonna be probably rocking solo hopefully that's cool with you i really enjoy these solo episodes they're a ton of fun for me i just love rattling off the top of my head and hopefully it's uh, valuable for you. At the very least, it is a reminder to you know, set those goals and accomplish those goals. Um, in addition to that, um, I might also turn this into an every other week kind of podcast. I know that's not weekly and it kind of goes against what this podcast is supposed to be. Like every week an accountability, check in, hey, are you achieving your goals? But hey, every two weeks is still pretty good. <laughs> um. And I feel like I can come back with more updates every two weeks as opposed to just like small incremental updates every week. I don't know if I'm going to commit to this or not. So if there's a podcast next week and it's a solo episode, you'll know I've decided to just do every week because I can rock that. Or if I don't have one next week, that just means another one's coming the next week. Um, I will commit to at least doing a podcast every two weeks um, for the time being. And this is just a short-term thing, maybe the next three months or less. Uh, so yeah, just just a heads up. Um, we'll see like if I start all of my goals start like falling apart and I don't accomplish anything once I switch to this um every two weeks kind of schedule then I'll jump it back to a once a week podcast because then I'll know that this has been helpful for at least me and I want it to be helpful for you all too so there you go there you have it I'm coming clean with where I've been in the future of the improved podcast um yeah so that's cool um now, all right, so I was gone for like two weeks, right? Now, I should have done some stuff. So, of course, I missed um, the p- podcast last week because I was traveling for work. But does that mean I did nothing? No, of course not. I did something, but, you know, not that much. But I did stuff. So let me <laughs> let me explain. Um, first of all, I'm very busy working on a secret project, which I can't talk to you about, which sucks. It's like not – gratifying at all it's just like oh chase is working on a secret project that he can't share about i don't care well well i agree i also wouldn't care if i didn't know what project my friend was working on but i know that he's working on something so take um solace in that i guess um yeah but i do want to give you all a uh, like a little teaser right i am recording podcasts about this project i'm just i just can't release them until The project is a little bit further along does that make sense so stay tuned one of these days you will find out what the secret project is all about and you'll be like oh that's why chase is acting like a crazy person for the next three months and i'll be like yeah i told you that's what you would think on the podcast on episode 34 of the improved podcast go back and listen to it and you'll be like wow he really is a man of his word and I'll be like um but yeah beyond the secret project I do have to say that I'm still working on writing and creative stuff because you know it's in my blood I literally can't give it up it's just who I am um so if you are keeping track I have this one project that I'm super excited about I talked about it last week or two weeks ago when I shared it with Elijah and he was like oh Chase this is a really cool idea so I'm like even more motivated to start working on that but I last time I just sort of cracked the narrative engine or the plot of the story so I feel like I'm ready to start outlining the story but in order to do that I really need to have more like mental creative bandwidth in order to get that flow state going and I know I could get there if I like just sat down for a whole day and like started thinking about it and getting that you know the gears greased and all that but I just don't want to right now. It's like this thing deserves my full attention and I just can't do it because it's not my top priority, which is kind of strange position to be in where it's like my top priority isn't the thing I'm most excited about. But I guess that's kind of what growing up is, right? Hey, dang, that's kind of deep. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, that's the update on that. Um, I do want to touch base on sort of the writers group that I'm a part of, um, one of the, I, first of all, I just have to say I love it, it's like the best thing ever, it's just this community of creatives who are taking themselves seriously, that are like working hard at, you know, being writers, and it's sick, man, I love being a part of writers groups, I've never been a part of one before, other than like my, I guess my one in college was a writing group, I mean, it was a creative writing club, and I was the president of it, so that counts, but I haven't been a part of one in like five years, four or five years now, so super excited to be back with one um and it's awesome but the thing that's really unique and one of the best benefits and perks of this group is that the founders of the um, you know the group twice a year they will provide members of the group an opportunity to submit your work for the review with the intent of you know providing feedback and Reviewing it or maybe even like giving an opportunity to collaborate in some form or fashion. I don't really know all the details um, So that's cool. Um, I know that none of my scripts are really Ready to be produced or introduced to anyone like important um, I don't think they're strong enough or marketable enough for that Um, But I do think that they're good enough to at least get me in front of people who can connect me with a manager to help shape or guide my writing career, if that makes sense. Like, you know, the scripts that I've written, one is like a million dollar feature that could be produced for a million bucks. Another one is like a 70 million dollar feature or a hundred million dollar feature that really couldn't be produced unless I establish myself as like a proven storyteller. So this sort of feels like an in-between step um opportunity for me to get my script in front of those types of people and you know with being an unrepped writer I could maybe use this as an opportunity to get representation in some form like um you know I couldn't use it as an opportunity to like sell my script because of course we're in the middle of a writer's strike but I think I could use it as an opportunity to get um repped by a reputable you know manager who could help shape my career so I'm really excited about that um. So, anyways, I've said all of this just to say that I'm going to dust off touch Because I do think that's my strongest script with That is most well polished and sort of shows people what I can do um, So I think, yeah, people could read it and be like Hey, I couldn't produce this, but I do want to work with this person um, And invest my time in them as a writer and, you know, that whole thing So that's sort of what I'm going to try to do I'm going to dust off script, uh, dust off the script and maybe add some of those changes that my, you know, beautiful beta readers have read and provided feedback on, and you know, just make those small little changes to sort of get them, get it, get rid of those glaring errors, so that I can, you know, push it to those people who, um, um, are gonna want to read, you know, a more polished script and something that I know I can do. So that's what I'm gonna be doing. Um, I am excited about that In terms of timelines Let me let me think about it So kind of make these quick changes to the script To make it worth submitting right? Um, but the submission period started The 20th of August So if you're keeping track That was yesterday If you're listening to this on Monday um, That was yesterday So submission is open um, And it ends the 3rd of September So I pretty much have like a week If I'm doing my math right A week or two Gosh maybe I should find that out um, Yeah I think it's like two weeks okay two weeks that's cool that gives me more time so it gives me two weeks to sort of polish up this script gosh that's actually awesome i thought it was one week that's why i'm not a math guy right i'm just a (laughs) i'm a screenwriter um anyways so yeah i have two weeks to make these changes which i think are going to be pretty easy to implement like they the story's good the characters are good i just need to make like you know add a little bit of that Finesse that I always talk about. Get some of those sprinkles, that professionalism on there. So, I'm going to take the time of these next two weeks to do that. So, putting down whatever um, the other script that I'm most excited about and going to polish this up because I think this is an opportunity to advance me in my career. So, yeah, there you go. Um, I do also want to give you another update on the screenwriting group that I'm a part of. Um, and I don't even know why. I think I've said this before, but I want to say it again just to cement it in my head that this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm committing to. Um, I, I'm i so busy with these secret projects and updating touch and submitting to this thing. All of this stuff is taking up all of my time. And, like, keep in mind, I work. I have, like, a 40-hour-a-week job that takes up, you know, 40 hours of my week. Um, and addition to that to, is, like, what is it? Um like I work out, I run, I go grocery shopping, I cook and clean in the house. I maintain like a household. All these things like take up time um, in my life. And I only have 24 hours in a day, right? Seven days a week. So I got to optimize my time. It's critical that I do that. It's it, If I don't do that, like I'll, I'll fall apart and I can't. So I really want to paint the picture of like just how busy I am so that when I fail at these things, it's more understandable. Gosh, am I just making excuses for myself? Like, uh, I'm the only person who has, you know, a yard to mow, which I don't even have a yard to mow because my HOA is sweet. But it's like, I'm busy and I want, God, I'm just complaining now. This is getting lame. Anyways, no more complaining, Chase. I just want to cement the idea that with this creative writing club, I want to be an active participant in it. And I think the only way I can really, the only amount of time that I have that I can commit to is participating in one workshop a week and maybe participating in the industry talks, but even those are like hard to commit to because they're right in the middle of my day and it like just shakes up my whole routine. So I really want to be a part of this workshop writing group, but I I think the only thing I can do really realistically and sustainably is participate in one workshop per week. So I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to try and stick to that. I missed the last two weeks because I was traveling and then I was doing work stuff, um, this past week. So I just, I've missed a couple and I'm really upset with myself that I've missed those, but like, I I gotta be understanding. I can't be too hard on myself or else I'll just like wallow in defeat, (laughs) which not doing, I'm not wallowing in defeat, I'm not complaining, even though I spent the last two minutes complaining, but no, I'm not, I love my life, I'm super stoked on life right now, super stoked on life, can't even explain how stoked on life I am, I'm just a busy boy, but I'd rather be busy than bored, right, like, being bored is way worse than being busy, being busy is fun, you get to, like, do a bunch of stuff, and then, like, at the end of the day, you can sit there in bed and, like, Relax or have a panic attack about like how much stuff you just did or how much stuff you have to do tomorrow. It's like, whoo! I live for that stuff. It's like, it's like adrenaline. <laughs> um. Anyways, was that it? Was that everything I wanted to talk about? Mm, oh, oh, that's right. Oh man, I forgot to mention this. So I. Ha- i last week I, or a couple weeks ago i talked about reading the creative act by um mr rick rubin which was fantastic great read if you haven't picked it up yet off of my recommendation just do it just read it or listen to it on audible it is sick love the book um i think i'm gonna start maybe listening it to it like once a quarter just to vibe out set the mood <laughs> for the quarter you know if you're a writer or a storyteller it's um just great. But yeah, even if you're just a creative doing whatever you want to do, man, it's a great thing to get you in the mood. Um, but so I finished that book and I wanted to pick up another book because I'm like, I'm on a book reading kick right now or audio book listening kick, whatever. Um, so I started listening to this new book and I wanted to set the stage. So bear with me for a few seconds as I set this stage. Um, so if you're a storyteller or a writer, you are you've probably heard of the hero's journey, which is kind of like a narrative structure device that a lot of myths and modern stories follow, kind of by accident. I don't want to say by accident, but it's almost like it's a rule of nature that like stories follow this structure, this like traditional storytelling structure, I guess. Um, so the, the hero's journey, that's kind of like what it is. It's present in myths and mythology and stuff like that. So I'm setting the stage, bear in mind. So this is the hero's journey typically. And like, I could be getting all this stuff wrong. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but this is what I, how I understand it. So the hero starts off in the known world and then they get this call to adventure. That's sort of like, you know, the first five to 15 pages or whatever. Then they reject that um, call to adventure then they enter into the unknown they like answer the call right first they reject it then they get another call and they answer that call it's like they got to do two rings it's kind of like if you're on dnd do not disturb <laughs> you got to make two calls for it to get through it's a it's an analogy um so anyways you go through once you answer the call you go through um the with a supernatural aid, you got your threshold, um, and that's the beginning of the transformation. So you leave the known world, and you enter into the unknown, and that's when you meet your helper and your mentor, and you go through all of these challenges and temptations, and that's sort of like the the beginning of the second act, is all of the the challenging, the temptations, and then eventually you reach like the abyss, the death and rebirth situation, where all of that sort of takes place, and you're your protagonist the hero is at their weakest point they're so sad they've been defeated and they have to transcend themselves into this rebirth so they have to their old self has to die and then they have to go through that you know rebirth or whatever um and so then they have this transformation they go through the atonement and then eventually they receive the gift of the goddess and then they return back to the known world and that's sort of when the third act begins right um so, yeah, that's sort of the hero's journey and like a really big, 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 big picture. Um, so i I'm you know, I'm generally like familiar with that concept, right? Like I understand, you know, whatever the hero's journey it's there. Um, uh, but I wanted to become like more familiar with like the source material of that. So I started reading the book that sort of, I guess popularized this concept, which is uh, John Campbell's The Hero's Journey, or no, excuse me, John Campbell's. A Hero with a Thousand Faces. And I can't really explain this book better than the dust cover Cans, so I'm just going to pull that up. Um, let me pull it up, give me two seconds, I had it loaded, and then of course, Audible reset my screen. So let me read this for you. The dust cover is, Since its release in 1949, A Hero with a Thousand Faces has influenced millions of readers by combining the insights of modern psychology with Joseph Campbell's revolutionary understanding of comparative mythology in this book campbell outlines the hero's journey a universal motif of adventure and transformation that runs through virtually all of the myths all of the world's mythic traditions he also explores cosmogonic cycle the mythic pattern of world creation and destruction a revelation today as when it was first published oh As relevant today as when it was first published, The Hero with a Thousand Faces continues to find new audience in fields ranging from religion, anthropology, to literature, and film studies. The book has also profoundly influences creative artists, including authors, songwriters, game designers, and filmmakers, and continues to inspire all those interested in the inherent human need to tell stories. So, first of all, I have to say, his name is Joseph Campbell. I'm not sure if I said that. I might have said John Campbell, and I think that guy did Soup. I don't really know. Um, but, yeah, whatever. I'm not getting my PhD right now. I'm just <laughs> re- trying to talk about stuff that I'm learning about. Uh. Anyway, so, yeah, I've started reading this book on Audible or listening to it, and it's sick. It's, like, really, really cool. Hopefully that dust cover gives you, like, an idea of an insight as to why I would want to read this. It gives you, you know like the roots of humanity of like why it's in our blood and our DNA to tell stories. And I think that's something that's very true to me is like, I'm just a storyteller. Like I might not be the biggest movie fan. I might not be the biggest fan of like pop literature or anything like that, but I love telling stories and I want to be able to tell a good story because there's, it's just in my blood. I can't give it up. Um, so I decided to go to the source material, which kind of, this isn't even the source material, right? It's a, book report on the source material uh so whatever Uh, maybe i'll go back and read all these myths that this guy keeps referencing um but yeah so i'm reading it let me sort of give you my um interpretation of what like my takeaway has been so far i have like i guess i'm about halfway through which is kind of crazy um, because I feel like I haven't absorbed any of it. A lot of it, like, goes way over my head. There's a lot of psychology involved with, you know, Freud and Carl Jung, and all these people are just kind of sprinkled throughout, like, talking about, you know, the serpent mother and like weird folks and myth lord and death and transformation and the mother and the father and oh gosh, it's just like a lot, and it goes way over my head, and I'm just like, I have I don't understand any of this. So, I wish I was a smarter person so I could understand it. <laughs> Um, but I think what's once I'm finished reading it, I'm gonna go and like create a cheat sheet so that I can better understand and relate these like high-level psychological psychology terms t- into like actionable talking points for you know a knuckle dragger like me who can maybe try and synthesize and implement it into my storytelling journey. That's like my plan right now but who knows if that'll work. I have no idea. I'm trying to figure it out, Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying reading it at the very least. It's like a lot of these things, you know, right? It's like in your blood. So they're, they're talking about things that you know to be true, but you can't like express it in words. And that's something I really like fall back on, right? It's like, oh yeah, I know this to be true, but I can't explain why it's true. I can't explain why it's important, but this is the truth. And so that's, what I'm really like valuing from this um so I'm trying to come up with a way where I can like make it more valuable or more like I'm the val it is valuable just listening to it but I want to make it even have a bigger impact in my writing life I guess so I'm, I need to figure out how to do that I think I'm gonna have to you know <laughs> open up Wikipedia and have it explained it to me in layman's terms, and then create a cheat sheet. Maybe I'll put that up on like my my website or something like that for people to use if they'll they'll find that useful. I don't know. I don't know, man. I guess most writers are probably smarter than me, so like they understand what this is talking about, and I'm just like, I have no idea. But I just want to tell stories, bro. Anyways, um, yeah. So that's what I've been up to. Next week, what do I want to do? I kind of already explained it, but I'll go over it again. What's my what's what am I gonna do next week? Next week, I want to get my secret project. keep Keep working on that. Keep cracking away. I'm gonna keep mentioning it just so you guys know I am working on something. But in addition to that, I'm also gonna be working on Touch. Gonna be sprinkling some of that that feedback <laughs> pixie dust onto my new script um, or new version, new draft of the script. So that'll be that'll be a good time. Um, and then I think that's about. It, I guess I'll be back next week with another solo episode. Worst case, I'll be back with, um, um, back in two weeks with a solo episode. But, oh, I also wanted to mention stuff about Dawn. Um, so, yeah, I mentioned last week that it was released. (laughs) It, uh, gosh, it is just so funny. Like, um, working on this project has been just such a trip and, um, it is, technically released right now i think it's on public so you could find it if you searched for it um but i'm gonna ask you to not do that because i spoke with elijah and we decided to do there's some like changes i want to make to the film something things i think would make it a lot better um that he just can't see because i think he's just too close to the film to understand like why this doesn't work um so I'm going to make some changes to it. He's already said, like, yo, Chase, go for it, man. It's all yours. So as soon as I get the raw footage, I'm going to kind of create my own writer's cut, and then I'm going to re-release the film in December, and that'll be sort of the official release of Dawn from under the Classic Studios banner, which I am so excited about. It's going to be so sick to just, like, have a film produced under Classic Studios. I'm going to try and do, like, one a year. <laughs> maybe um three next year i don't know i just want to do one a year i think that would be cool um as like a baseline goal and then maybe i'll do you know more than that as a, as i improve and get more time on my hands but we'll see um so yeah that's that's the status on Don. i'm glad i remembered to make an update on that but yeah that's the status on Don. hold tight december 2023 release date i swear you guys will be able to watch it then And, oh, by the way, I've seen it now. I've seen it in its entirety, and it's sick. Elijah did a fantastic job. It is so cool. There's, like, these, I mentioned changes that I want to make that he doesn't think are necessary, but, like, it's just tiny little tweaks because he did such a great job with the entire story and the pacing and all of it. It's just, like, incredible that he was able to turn this script into something, like, that looks great, that feels good. It's, and this is such a big story. Like, it's a, final runtime was like 29 minutes almost 29 minutes for a student film that's crazy that's such a long student film very high concept very like blockbuster-esque and it's crazy like if we had a budget for this I think it could have turned out like amazing and if I gave it a second pass at the script I think it could have been even better so seriously kudos to him I cannot believe he was able to pull it off it's Fantastic. I hope you this is getting you all excited for next week. Or I mean for the end of the year. Not next week, but for the end of the year, it's gonna be amazing to share with you all. Um the the Classic Studios presents Dawn, the writer's cut or whatever. I don't know how it's gonna be framed, but we'll see. Um so yeah, that's pretty much it. Um I do want to give a shout out to green bean for all of our musical intros and outros he is the man um, he actually told me that he started picking up, uh, the creative act by Rick Rubin. He's actually the one who told me about it first. And then I read it and then he was like, Oh dude, I haven't even read it yet. And I was like, dude, it's great. Great recommendation. You should read this book you told me to read. Um, so yeah, shout out to green bean, um, for the music. And I want to shout out to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for leaving a five-star review. Thank you for sharing. Oh my gosh. It seriously means so much to me. Um, and yeah if you guys want to go to classicstudios.com that is clscstudios.com um and sign up for the classic studios newsletter that's going to be launching in october and if you want to um send me an email at the podcast at gmail.com i would love to hear from you i think that is about everything from me uh classic studios is on instagram and twitter if you want to follow me or it at clscstudios.com. Actually, it's just at CLSC Studios. Go for it. Um. Yeah, I think that's about everything. Thank you all for listening. I am so happy to have talked to you for this Monday morning. I'll see you next week for another episode of the Improve Podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>